Welcome to the last in our series of podcasts on the seven concepts of financial planning. I'm Mark Brown, and if you've not already, I'd recommend you listen to podcast one first, as it contains our introduction to the series. Today, I'm joined by Liz Burroughs, a divisional director of Lucas Fetis and financial planner of over 20 years, to talk about concept seven, keep on track. We describe this seventh concept as follows. Managing your finances, assets and financial planning is a continual process that takes into account changes in your life and the world around you. Liz, why do you feel an ongoing financial planning service is important and how has it helped your clients over the years? Thank you, Mark. An ongoing financial planning service is is essential to um, have in place a good financial planning strategy that gives financial security to the investor over time. To take a step back, before a financial plan is agreed, it's important for the advisor and the client to talk about what's really important to the client and what they want to get from their future, as well as what risks there are that could stop them achieving their goals. So it's important to really understand what's what's important to the client. The initial meetings I've found over the years can also be an excellent opportunity for the client to sit back and focus on what is important to them and to, to not have the distractions of everyday life and to really think about their financial situation now, where they want to be in the future and to find out a bit more about financial planning generally. Once the financial plan is in place, of course, circumstances change over time and these changes may mean that the financial plan needs to be reviewed to adapt to changes whether these are changes in a personal circumstances such as health work situation family life people get married people have children people lose family members or whether they're external factors such as changes to tax legislation Um, changes to pension rules, there's a whole range of factors that could impact on people's financial planning over time. So along with ongoing contact, having a financial review meeting at least once a year provides a range of benefits. As with the initial meeting, the annual review is an excellent opportunity for the client again to focus on what's important to them, to really sit back and get away from all the distractions and think about their financial needs and objectives, where they are, where they want to be. It's also a good opportunity to look at protection arrangements. So what life cover or ill health protection arrangements are in place? Are they sufficient? If a family member were to die or become ill, would would there be financial security for the remaining family members? In addition, the review is is a good opportunity to actually review whether those investments that are in place are actually performing, whether any adjustments might be necessary or whether there's been any product developments over the past year that may mean new opportunities could be considered. One example of this is that there has been an increased demand for ethical and socially responsible investment strategies over recent years and now there are as a result many more investment opportunities available and more and more people are becoming interested in those areas. Um, So really, in summary, Mark, I found that our ongoing financial planning service and having an ongoing financial planning review strategy in place for a client helps to provide clients with the peace of mind that there is a strategy in place and that strategy is is reviewed on a regular basis and will help to ensure their financial security now and over time as as the world changes around them. Thanks, Liz. So what we're saying is without ongoing reviews, a client's arrangements can fall out of line with their needs and circumstances as these change over the years. 
as you've also highlighted, products, taxation, investment solutions all evolve over time and need to be kept under reviewed and refreshed when required. Yes, that's right, Mark. And opportunities, it's important to make sure people are utilising their tax allowances, um, which change and income tax rates change. So it's always important to keep that in mind and to discuss it and uh, make sure that any changes that are necessary are, are made. What then should a client expect to receive from their financial planner on an ongoing basis? And what should they expect to pay for this, Liz? Well, Mark, our ongoing service options are detailed within a document called our Client Options Guide, which we give to our clients before agreeing any ongoing servicing arrangements. So we can really factor those the requirements of the client into the servicing arrangement that we put in place. Different service options are available and it's important to link up that service option with the client's needs um, and to be flexible as not all needs are the same and needs, as we've previously discussed, can change over time. Some people, by way of example, simply feel happy for their records to be securely maintained and to receive an annual valuation along with a newsletter, for example, and perhaps access to their advisor and the advisor's team on a regular basis. However, other people have more complex financial planning needs and often require additional services, such as, for example, annual suitability review reports and um, ongoing tax planning, investment oversight and regular cash flow modelling. In all cases where ongoing servicing has been agreed, the client will be able to contact their advisor with questions and queries. And where appropriate, strategy and investment alterations can then be arranged following advice being provided. The costs of the ongoing service can range and vary between different companies. However, it might typically range between a half a percent and one percent of the funds being serviced as an annual charge. Um, however, it does, like I say, vary between companies. Thanks, Liz. So firstly, then you need to be clear on what you should be receiving from your financial planner and ensure this is delivered on an ongoing basis. Um, secondly, expert financial planning will cost because of the experience, training, qualifications needed, along with other factors such as regulations, legislation and, and so on. So you need to be paying enough to get the quality of advice that you need, but equally overpaying will have a detrimental effect and this becomes compounded over time. That's right, Mark. Yes, I would agree. Before you go, Liz, if you could pass on one tip on this concept, what would it be? Um, it's really important for the um, investor to have a relationship with their advisor and also to inform their advisor of any changes to their circumstances or then requirements that um, are appropriate so that these can be factored into their financial planning journey. Thanks Liz. Um, that's all for this concept which I hope you found useful. Uh, why don't you consider the steps you need to take in order to keep your finances on track and think about how an expert financial planner might be able to help you with that. This also brings our series of podcasts on the seven concepts of financial planning to a close. We hope that you've been able to take some key points away from these, which in turn you can put into practice. The final message I'll leave you with is that whilst there is a cost for receiving expert financial planning, the financial cost of not getting this is generally far greater over time. Thank you for listening.